Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Matt Halloran. We talk about niches a lot on this show. And if you're still paying attention, then either you love them, you're looking for a new one, or you're still not convinced. And I think today things are going to change. So we got John Brown, founder of Business Enterprise Institute with us today. And I'm going to have him explain all of that stuff is, but here's the idea. One of the niches that I've heard from financial advisors that they really, really want, but they just don't know how to get the education and the resources to execute is exit planning for business businesses, entrepreneurs, small businesses, mid-sized businesses. And John is our guy. John, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. I am looking forward to picking your brain, man. Many, many years ago, I went through a program with a guy named John Warlow, I think was his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really opened up my eyes to this idea that helping businesses in that exit uh, is just not only wildly fulfilling, but it's very, very profitable. Do you mind telling everybody how you decided to create this, this BEI, the Business Enterprise Institute? Well, I made the mistake, Matt, of going to law school, becoming a lawyer, I, my parents owned the business. I worked in the business. So it was natural once I graduated and I've always practiced in Colorado, practiced in Colorado. Uh, I gravitated towards working with business owners. I like them. They're smart. They're hardworking. Um, they're all the things we want and sort of the American ideal. And so I, but so I practiced law, uh, started to work with owners who were thinking of leaving their business. And I realized I didn't know enough to really help them through that. I could be a lawyer and prepare the documents, just like a financial advisor prepares a financial plan, but that's not helping them exit. Um, So I thought, well, if I don't know anything about a topic, what I'll do is I'll write a book about it. That's logical. So that's, I wrote a book. I got about 125 pages into the book and I was stuck. So I didn't know what to do. So I thought, well, I'm going to call up an organization that has writers, and which I did. And I eventually found um, a person. His name was Irv Sternberg. And Irv said, hey, John, tell you what, I don't know if I want to work with you or not, but send me what you've got. I'll take a look at it and I'll get back to you within a week and tell you whether or not I can help you. I thought, yeah, that's great. So he gets back to me and he said, John, I've read the 125 pages. You've written a good first chapter. Oh, you said the same thing five times. And so what I did is I rewrote the book with Irv. He was my editor. And that book was called How to Run Your Business So You Can Leave It in Style. It eventually, we eventually published both through a publisher and then our self-publishing about a quarter million books. So, and I've written two books since then on exit planning, but that really put us on the map, put exit planning on the map, I think. Um, And so from there, 
I still practice law, but I decided I really didn't want to be a lawyer. I wanted to train other advisors to do what I've been, I've been doing for many, many years. And so that was the start of BEI, Business Enterprise Institute. It's a membership-based organization. With, uh, we support about 2,000 advisors around North America uh, in a variety of different membership levels. Is probably the best way of describing it. So that's what we do. We have software, we have marketing tools, uh, and we do a lot of training constantly. Next week, for example, I'm training all week long, a bunch of uh, advisors. Has the world of the entrepreneur fundamentally changed in the last 20 years? Because I remember when I first got into business, most of my mentors basically said, I'm going to die at my desk. Yeah, I think it has changed a lot in the last 30 years. I'd even go back a little bit more. Uh, a number of reasons for that. One, there's a third-party marketplace for smaller businesses where before there just wasn't. By a smaller business, I mean a business worth less than 5 or $10 million. Uh, and today there is that marketplace. Uh, Larger businesses can be sold through mostly to private equity today. That's a different sales process. Uh, most of our members, we do written exit plans using software they've been trained on that we constantly are improving. Uh, the average size, this value of a business that goes through exit planning is probably two to $10 million in value. Uh, about 25% of the exit plans our members do are north of $10 million in value, but most of them are less than $10 million. So the reason I mention that is there's, there's a kind of a division among businesses, how they can be transferred. Businesses worth a million to five to $8 million, 80% or more of those businesses are sold to insiders, family or key employees. And so a lot of our members do a lot of exit planning for internal transfers or insider transfers. So that's a little bit different take on the world of selling your business because we hear in the marketplace now, sell your business to a third party and you'll have all of this money. Well, that's not, that's appropriate for large businesses that say that they have more than two or $3 million of cash flow a year. For smaller businesses, usually the owner cannot sell the business for enough money to maintain his lifestyle or her life. Well, man, you just opened up a can of worms there, John. So as a financial services professional, right, I'm sitting back and saying, okay, well, then should they sell the business or how do we make this so that they can retire or they can exit the business? You got some unpacking to do there, man. So unpack that a little bit more, will you? Yep. Okay. That's thanks, Matt. Uh, so what has happened with our membership over the years is it's transitioned from largely lawyers and CPAs to financial advisors. Right now I'm taking an advanced class through training. There's about 25 or 30 advisors, all but one are financial advisors. It's just the change has been remarkable, and I didn't even recognize it for quite some time. Time, And I thought, well, why, why is that the case? And the answer is, I'm not sure. I do have a, a thought, though, and my thinking is that 
financial advisors are the only profession that has planning in their name, right? They're planners. Exit planning is a planning process. Lawyers and CPAs are speaking as no lawyer. We more just prepare documents. We might give them legal advice, certainly, but it's part of document preparation. It, it's not the larger vision of how can I help this business owner live the life she wants to leave, live after she leaves the business. Lawyers and CPAs never think about that. <laughs> uh, we, meaning the financial advisors, we think of that. And so it's just a natural. I've always found that, that the advisors, financial advisors that we work with, um, have relationships with estate planning attorneys, um, estate planning attorneys, they have uh, relationships with CPAs, but, but the relationship is with the advisor, right? That that's actually like the, the hub. And then there's all of these spokes. If somebody goes through your training, I mean, you said that there are, there's tools or educations and there, there, there's education, there's software, Right. And that's one of the things that our audience loves, John. They love to know that if they're going to join something, that there's going to be things to help them execute this new idea. Can you talk a little bit about that, what those tools are and and how an advisor might integrate those into their practice? Yeah, I'd love to do that. So first of all, our, our website is exitplanning.com, E-X-I-T planning.com, all one word. Um, the first level of training is what we call boot camp. As an old army veteran, I like to say, I like to use that occasionally. So that is uh, five two-hour Zoom sessions, uh, Monday through Friday. So I have that next week. I have a Zoom uh, boot camp live stream next week. And so that gives advisors enough knowledge of what exit planning is. What is the planning like? What do you need to do? Things like that. And then after that, we have an advanced course that's probably 50 hours of training. It's a lot more. There's, I think, 14 or 16 hours of live Zoom, but then there's a lot of reading and case studies and things to do. So it's not it's not for the timid. I shouldn't say that. It could be for the timid, but it's not for somebody who wants to just kind of laze their way through something. They've got to spend time. It's over three months. So it's probably 15 to 20 hours a month for three months. And that can lead to a certification. So for us, certification means not only do you know how to do exit planning, but you can do exit planning. We provide tools from assessments to planning software to newsletters that are branded by our members to white papers to just a variety of marketing tools because the big problem is owners want to leave their business. We want to help them, but owners don't know who to talk to, what to do, or what the planning process looks like. So our members have the marketing tools to inform the owner in easy to understand non-legalese uh, white papers, newsletters, PowerPoints, et cetera, all self-branded by our members, not by BEI. That's the first part. We have to, as a financial advisor, you need to be able to inform your clients of what that process looks like and why it's important. And then 
advanced training, that's where we get into using the software and other tools that our members uh, use all of the time. So, so our members do thousands of exit plans a year. Well, you said my, my favorite word in the world, which is marketing. So, so as a business owner, uh, you happen to be one too, uh, getting my attention is not easy, John. Uh, I'm a busy dude. Uh, so how do you help your members get business owners' attention? That's a great question. And so there's a number of different ways. There's sort of a long-term, I'd call it a long-term play or strategy. And that is to send out newsletters, maybe white papers, give talks, just generally inform owners over time and just do it. It has to be really easy to do. For the, for the advisor, because otherwise it's too time consuming. So that's one part, just general spread of knowledge. And then when you were talking to owners, we have tools they can use to gain an engagement. These are assessment tools. So the assessment tools might be something like, we have different assessment tools. The one that's the most common is that it's a 16 question assessment the owner takes, it can be online with our member uh, or our member can do it in different ways, but most of them do it online. Um, it tells the owner what's most concerning to that owner with respect to their business. So what's the most concerning? Well, uh, growing the value of the business, bringing my children into the business, uh, liability risk, income tax planning. So there's these 16, a dozen to 16 different areas and they measure the level of importance to them. So many of those, they won't, won't be important to the owner. So it's a waste of time to even bring that topic up. But if we can pinpoint three or four different areas to say, oh, you're concerned about your family, I can help you with that. I love that. And I really wish more financial services professionals had assessments like that, John, because instead you go into the discovery process and the advisor is just like, blah, 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 blah. you know, just, yeah. Right. And you don't know what those pain points are. And in fact, a lot of times that can turn people off. And I love it being a self-assessment number one and number two, um, like, because the other thing that happens, and I know you experience this a lot, is, is people go into preconceived notions. And with a document like that, screw the notions. It doesn't matter if I've done this 100 times. I'm talking to John Brown right now. Here's what his concerns are and address those specifically. That's that's absolutely fantastic. Now, you said, um, you know, play the long game, which, by the way, all good marketing is a long game. So I support that wholeheartedly. Um, now, a lot of advisors already work with business owners, right? They have them in their book of business already. How do you help advisors then initiate? I mean, is it something like an assessment? Hey, I just went through this training and here, I'd love for you to take this. Or how do you help advisors start kind of peeling that onion back and showing their existing client base that they have gotten this education and that they'd really love to be able to help their clients specifically? Well, so you could, they could do a number of things. One, they could send, start them, on a newsletter, with the newsletter, we I've written maybe 400 newsletters. Yeah, so there's a lot of different topics and so on, but we've got, I think, 16 or 20 uh, that are mostly the starter newsletters. 
and that most members send them out twice a month. So that would start to give the clients an idea that, hey, my financial advisor is doing exit planning. This is an interesting article. Uh, you could follow up with that. Uh, you could also send them a white paper, although I would probably, uh, once they express an interest in the newsletter or getting this information, I would do the assessment. I wouldn't wait forever. I would just go ahead and do it. And so let's say their concern is with key employees, keeping key employees. Well, Mary, my client, uh, it's really good to know that you're really concerned about this. I can help you. Let me start by sending you a white paper on incentive compensation planning for key people. And we'll follow up next week. Five minutes later, she has that white paper in her inbox. You follow up. So you just begin that conversation, not with what I what can I do as a financial advisor, but how can I help you with your number one problem? And by the way, Mary, I've got a team of advisors I've assembled, lawyers, CPAs, investment bankers, bankers, business coaches. We help our members assemble all these teams around the country so that they've got great support. One of the things that I've I've always found with, with advisors is that they're terrified that they're going to ask a question that they don't have the resources to answer. Uh, and that's why we believe professional organizations are so important. And, and, and I don't know if you know this, John, but we don't actually have a lot of people on the show who have organizations like this, uh, mostly because um, uh, they might have other outlets or, or whatever, or they're really not doing anything that we believe as an organization. This is judgy, and I understand. That's fundamentally unique and different. But when I was looking at your stuff, um, first off, I'm looking at it through the eyes of me being a business owner. Secondly, that almost all of our clients are business owners. They own their own business. And I loved the support, right? That's why financial advisors join broker-dealers or organizations is because they're looking to help them get stuff done that they don't already know. Now, you just said that you have this vast network of, of experts that, that advisors can plug into. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to go podcasting here because obviously we run a podcasting company, but I want all of our listeners to think about that. How great would it be if you had your own podcasting on, podcast on exit planning as a financial advisor and you were able to listen, like first off, have John as a guest, as you can tell, he's done this a few times. But secondly, that whole network of other professionals and have them on your show as a guest sort of system, man, you could really make really, really big impact and create really great content. And you're leaning on an organization who's been doing this for, for, for quite a while. Now, my, my last question for you is actually my favorite question uh, because I prepare for these dude. Uh, you know, this is my job. This is what I do. Um, and I always come into these with preconceived notions, right? So what, what should I have asked you about BEI, about you, about advisors, about your network, about your offering, your education that I did. That's a good question because I think we've had a pretty broad ranging top set so, of so topics we've talked about. I guess it might be what's in it for BEI. Oh, ha -ha. yeah, bring it on, dude. That's a great question. All right. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is, had I just wanted to make a lot of money I would have stayed a senior partner in a mid-sized law firm, but I wouldn't have been happy. This is this is my passion. So this is what and this is the passion of BEI. Our staff, uh, everybody is passionate about helping our members 
help their business owners. Our mission is helping owners benefit from their life's work, not helping advisors benefit from their professional practice, helping owners. But the only way we can help owners is with strong advisors who are knowledgeable, collaborative, um, and seeking to continually learn. So if you're an advisor out there listening to this and that meets your criteria, give us a call. Go to our exitplanning.com website. And my favorite thing that we pulled from this uh, is get your business owners to take an assessment to find out what is most important to them so that you go in prepared with the resources that are meaningful to them. Because one, it's going to show that you listened. And number two, it's going to show that you have the tools, tips, and tricks in order to help them with this stuff. John, that to me is is... I just wish more and more advisors, I mean, you know, advisors use risk profiles and financial planning software and discovery processes, but it doesn't actually generally ask such a pointed question or through pointed questions end up with a clear result like that. Okay, John, well, I'm sure that there are people who are going to want to find more about BEI uh, and more about you and, and engaging in your organization. What's the best way for them to reach out? I think just go to our website, exitplanning.com. Go on there. They can contact one of our coaches. Uh, they can contact other people within BEI. They can read about what we do. Um, and then if they want to learn more, have a conversation with us and go from there. And then, then the next step would be probably to go to a boot camp. All right, advisors, l l listen to this. Many of you are struggling with niches and you don't really know where to go. What a great niche to be in because you're a business owner, right? Being able to commiserate, be able to talk the language of being a business owner and have that be your focus in your niche. How many $10 million business sales do you need to have a great freaking year, right? Think about that. And on top of that, if you are given the marketing support to be able to provide great value in education, because we know education is the key to great marketing and provide these people education and you start becoming known as the person in your area who can help businesses exit, right? Business owners get all of that back, all that life's work that they put in. You will be not only looked at different in your community, but you're going to be doing very fulfilling work. And here's the best part. Turn it in on yourself at the end and say, hey, I need to take myself through this process as I exit the business. John, it was an absolute delight and pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, and thanks for providing so much good information to our audience. Thank you, Matt. Look forward to seeing you again. All right, everybody, we're going to have links in the show notes so that you can go to myexitplanning.com uh, and make sure that you can reach out to John and his team. So for John and everybody at BEI and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.